Hey, everybody. It's Frank Scappatici with the Virtual Real Estate Investing Podcast. I actually am doing this episode solo without John, and that was not planned. I actually just had a bunch of thoughts going through my head this morning that I thought were worth sharing. So I, I just decided to shoot an impromptu um, unplanned episode. So here we go. And what is on my mind? So what's going on is I'm in charge in our company for raising the money to take down our deals. John Plumstead is in charge of finding our deals. I'm generally in charge of raising all the money and the contract close process. And Adam Parsons is in charge of our operations and the property management side of our company. He does get help from John and I, but he's generally in charge and manages our team. So that's how the division of labor works in our company. And to be honest, um, the funding part of our business, which is my job, I would say over the last year has been easy. Capital has been super abundant. Earlier in the year, it was very easy to get debt which was also my responsibility. We we're able to get great bank debt on all of our deals, long-term debt, good stuff, um, good terms. Investors had a lot of appetite for private deals, particularly self-storage because the asset class was humming. There's a lot of evidence that you know self-storage outperformed. So I generally had an easy job. Earlier in the year, John would lock up you know, almost a $4 million deal and we'd have to raise you know, one and a half million bucks or whatever it was. And I'd say, hey, no problem. There was one point we did three properties at once um, in the same month, and we were able to fund the whole thing. So funding was was easier, right? Now, we're, we're still raising money. We're always talking to investors, and we got some things in the fire, some deals we're working on, and I'm raising money. And to be honest, my attitude is much different sitting here in October of 2022 with capital being much less abundant. There I'm just getting the sense that there is fear in the market on behalf of investors and certainly on behalf of banks and lenders. So gone are the days where credit unions and small banks are like, yeah, you can do, you can turn around the property. You got one, one year of interest only payments and uh, you get your 4% interest rate and uh, all these other great terms, no prepayment penalties. Now those days are gone, right? In fact, a lot of lenders who we've spoken to for current deals are saying things like, yeah, you know what? I feel pretty good about everything I have under management for the year of 2022. We're going to be super selective until the start of the new year. A lot of other times, people are just simply worried about what's going to happen in the November um, Fed meeting, where rates are going to go. And then we're also expecting another rate hike in February. So it's got just people skittish, right? So debt is hard to come by. So I think all sponsors or real estate private equity operators are going to need to raise more equity simply because they're going to have less debt in their deals because lenders are going to lower the LTV or in some cases, it's going to be hard to come up with debt, period, right? Depending on the quality of the deal. So sponsors need to know that. There's also some more negative sentiment I'm seeing and feeling in my conversation with investors. There's a growing feeling that some money for the more sophisticated investors that they have that they're placing needs to rotate out of real estate and stocks and it needs to move into treasuries, bonds, or government bonds and corporate bonds, fixed income type stuff. Um, as those rates tend to increase and they generally are perceived to have less risk, right? So if people are willing to sacrifice the upside and the equity share and the long-term equity growth and principal pay down, whatever you want to say, for a little bit more certainty. So that's that's an indicator that people are getting a little bit more skittish. And maybe that's appropriate. I'm not criticizing them. I'm just calling it what it is. That's what's going on. So on my side, it has me a little bit worried, right? It's probably the first time I've been a little nervous about raising money um, since we pivoted to self-storage. And you know, all you can do is try to talk to people, try to lock up great deals, talk to as many people as you can. And in this case, I think there's an emphasis for people like me 
to align ourselves to strategic partners. And I'm thinking about maybe a fund of funds, someone who professionally allocates capital, a wealth management fund. We have a couple of these partners, and I think they're really, really important in times like these if you are a person that's raising money, because I think the first person or type of person that has to exit the private market for real estate is likely someone that looks like a retail investor. Could be accredited, could have a high net worth, but even someone who's worth a million bucks, two million bucks, three million bucks, their liquidity is likely being drained right now. Their assets are also going down in value. More of those people have more risk at their job, particularly people that work in tech right now. So that's going to add a necessity, right? They got kids in a lot of cases, they got a family. That's gonna take them out of the market. So we're definitely gonna have retail investors exit the market accredited or not, right? And our our placements going forward are all accredited, but that's still going to be a risk for us. So strategic partners are going to be super, super important. So if you're a capital raiser, I think you know you want to start finding those people and networking really, really hard because when deals or excuse me, when capital starts drying up like it is right now, deals become abundant, right? I think the old adage is when capital is abundant, deals are scarce. And when capital scarce, deers are plentiful or abundant. And I think that's the environment we're about to enter in. So you want to make sure you have the partners available in order to take those deals down, right? And I, I think a lot of great ways to do that um, is to go to lo- your local real estate meetups, find people in your area. And as we always talk about on this podcast, and this has worked for us, both for um, strategic relationships and on an investor by investor basis, getting on real estate Twitter. It's fantastic. Hashtag RETWIT for the win, huge for our company, okay? So here's the silver lining, right? Um, Silver lining is deals are going to start hitting the market. So you want to have the capital ready, deals are going to start coming. We're already starting to see deals where we're buying at prices per square foot and prices and yields, cap rates that we were not able to, to get six months ago. Six months ago, Back in March, April of 2021, you were not buying quality storage assets near replacement cost. It was not happening. Storage generally for non-climate control, you can get it built for $50 or less a square foot. People were buying for $200 a square foot in good markets, just 4X replacement cost, wild stuff, right? And um, I'm not saying that those are all bad deals, but there's some of them are, right? So much less speculation. Um, And I think people are generally going to be evaluating assets, including self-storage by some of the more fundamental numbers, right? It's not just about future rent growth and the equity gained, right? While you're borrowing at low rates. Um, It's going to be based more off of unlevered yield, unlevered yield on cost. And I think buying close to replacement cost in this environment is also really smart because I think that gives you a nice floor. Another data point would be, hey, what was the pricing per square foot in this market? for similar assets pre-2021. So maybe looking up sales comps for 2018, 2019, um, and pre, you know, the, the small period of time of pre-COVID 2020, I think that would be an interesting data points to, uh, to show investors if you're raising money and also for yourself. Because I think if you are able to check off those numbers, you might have a deal on your hands, right? So I think those are things that uh, will be good to look at knowing that your investors are probably just as interested in what the floor of the investment is or the downside protection of the deal is just as much as the upside. I think another step you can take right now is to uh, delever your deals a little bit to provide a little bit more um, safety, a little bit more debt service, uh, easier to cover your debt. Um, and I think, 
think those are all the right things to do. So in totality, I guess I'm going to summarize the episode. I, uh, I'm always raising money, but I'm a little bit more scared than I've ever been. Um, people are interested in safer investments um, than private placement real estate um, than they were a year ago or six months ago. Certainly a change, but um, I think it's a great time to start, start working, start hustling your business, hustle to find deals, continue to network because the person who has capital in these types of environments over the next one year to two years, I think can come out of this recession and do extremely, extremely well. So that's where my head's at. Um, sharing some of my vulnerability, but also some of my optimism for the future. If you're interested in this stuff and want to follow along with our podcast or us on Twitter, you can follow John at John Plumstead and me at Frank Scap on Twitter. Peace.